Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Science Snow. Fuck balls. Hello and welcome to a new episode of America's premier Final Fantasy XIV podcast. <laughs> I don't actually have a name for it. I just wanted to hijack this. Um, no, oh, it's let's... an anime tour bus, guys. Hi, welcome. Stop Hello. It. We do this normally. We're keeping all of it and you can't stop me. Okay. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert Eric, and sitting next to me, well, that's you, listener. The, the, the listener Metzger, uh, Metzger's up in the front of the bus. She's the expert and, and fucking everything, Final Fantasy and and you know, p- punching noobs. And <laughs> Metzger, let me ask you something. This is kind of a personal question. You ready for this one? Okay, what is the most unhealthy thing you've done to to try to like woo another person to like try to what's like the worst like thing for your physical or mental health that you've tried to like, hey, I want to get this person's attention. And you really should like ask me these before so that way I can take time and reflect on my life as a human being, maybe do some journaling. Uh, really think get to hit that self-actualization fucking nothing dude i don't what do you mean i don't know like i i used to have like problems where like i would want to be leaner and so like i would starve myself that types of stuff to like you know be seen as more attractive by someone of the the opposite gender body image issues for days yeah i i just none of that has anything to do with men (laughs) <laughs> that's interesting metsy it's it's all just like self-actualization like you it's not... all me yeah oh. see mine was always directed at like trying to to be more attractive mine was never focused on like i don't know my own self-image it's just like i don't think i look attractive to others and therefore my value is decreased my value lays not in my appearance so my value is not affected by my appearance. Well, that's interesting and healthy for you to say to me, I mean, a person who disagrees fundamentally. It's absolutely with every other person other than me. <laughs> I mean, it's just that moment where, like, I'm not saying that I'm hideous. I'm not saying that I'm unattractive. I am just saying that uh, I have things that are way more valuable than my looks. I mean, yeah, I I don't, but good. I, you'd sure do. <laughs> Eric goes, good talk. Good talk. Hey, uh, Mesker, have you ever um, put lead on your face? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Mercury. Mm, thought about it. Did you know that green dresses used to be green because of the lead that they would put in them? And they I would, did. They would, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, Metsy, I I think you've been looking kind of pale lately, and I was just kind of worried that you were, in fact, putting white powder on your face. Not the kind people put on their nose for funsies or in their gums, but instead just kind of dibble-dabble on their face. I, I've been bloodletting. That adds up, Mesker, if anyone that I know was going to do bloodletting, it would 100% be you. 
Yeah, like, if uh-huh. you just told me, like, out of nowhere, I've been doing bloodletting, I would be concerned, no doubt, but also not surprised. Yeah, you'd just be like, that tracks. So, uh, obviously, this is a reference to our... Mesker, did you... Yeah, did obviously, you ever... this is about anime. Did you ever see... Do you ever see them coming, like, when I ask the questions? Are they always just like an, oh, my fucking God, how did... Why... I mean, I assume that they usually have something to do with the anime, but I don't want to have to wander the halls of your brain palace, which is probably full of Amazon boxes, to get there. I unopened ones, too, because I want them to stack up so that I feel like it's Christmas and I forget what past Eric <laughs> ordered future Eric. I wish any of that that I just said weren't were, were not true. <laughs> I, I, it's 100%. Anyways. Um, so we, on, on the first one that we're going to talk about today, we, uh, which I'm guessing is parallel world pharmacy. Pharmacy. Yeah. Okay. 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 Metzger, um, they did everything in an episode that I thought they were going to do in a season. To be fair, when we started recording, I said, I don't remember anything about our animes for this week. So, uh, have fun with that. And now I'm realizing the reason why I don't have any memories of it is because so much happened in Parallel World Pharmacy that it feels like I didn't even watch it. Okay, so do do you want me to just have a, a shot of the synopsis? Um, if I was going to give it a synopsis, I would say customer survey says too scared to go inside. So let's make makeup. To be less scary. Also, we hired a MILF store. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, okay, so we're we're obviously on the struggle bus trying to get people to actually go in or or use our pharmacy. And, and yeah, like, that's our source of conflict right out of the gate. Is yeah. Only this one old man comes in looking for sailor candy and tasty water, which is a He's weird... He's 100% like a spy. He's not a spy. He's just the only person that... Nope. You think nope. he's a spy? I think he's a spy. The boy followed him out, saw that he was talking to some fancy people with a suitcase, special embroidery. I don't know if maybe he was just... uh like gathering orders for a customer or like regular people and like doing that for them. I don't know. So I, I suspect he's a spy. That is an Eric like hypo- hypothetical. I think he's a spy. You may be right. So we have like one old man who's questionable in nature who comes in and checks things out and we, we get a survey and I actually really enjoyed like they're like, here's the problems of our place. Okay. Rather than getting defensive of it, they're like, how do we problem solve this? Like, really <laughs> like one... that it was Lottie that was like, Hey, remember the little girl who was like, I can be useful. And they're like, I don't know if we can hire like a seven year old. And she's like, shut up. You're maybe 11. Yeah. And uh turns out she can read and write and uh you know, she goes out and she is a commoner and pulls the other commoners about like hey why don't you like the big fancy royal pharmacy? 
I was just want. I actually just want an entire show called Lottie on the Streets, um, which is all about like her, almost like Billy on the Streets. If you ever seen that show, um, but it's just like her asking people questions, and I feel like that would be fun. Like they can be fun questions, maybe they earn money or something like that. But it's just Lottie asking people of this town some weird ass questions. They don't got to be related to nothing. Matter of fact, if they aren't, that's even better. It's kind of like uh, the taxi cab like game show, but instead it's just Lottie on the streets. Ah, uh, yeah. Pharma decides to, well, before then, Pharma's parents decide that they're going to show up in masquerade ball attire to try and just, you know, casually pop in and pop out and see how their little boy is doing. And while there, they they have tea and they talk about this new trend of both putting uh, mercury on your face or, you know, lead powder to make yourself look pale and rich or bloodletting and or bloodletting. And wouldn't you know, a fancy young lady has passed out in her carriage and needs a pharmacist. And what does she have issues with? Bloodletting. It is literally... They just set themselves up all the time. I often think this is like in the in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy games. If you talk about a monster in the fog, the monster appears and stuff. And maybe this is like the the fog of ailments. And they... didn't George Washington die of bloodletting? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And and um, problematic slave beliefs. Uh, <laughs> That's he died with those, not because of. Yeah, them. I was but, like, that's two different things. Uh, he he died still uh, having those, but yet is glorified. Anyways, um, hey, 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 they're very sensitive about that on his estate. Are they? They are. They are. They actually have been going through the process of digging up where they believe. Um people were buried and trying to like give them names and match them to records and find families and stuff like that. I love that. That's great. That's wonderful. Um, There's a giant monument dedicated to them on the property. That's cool. I've been. But he, but, mm, but him anyways, that's beside the point. Um, we're, we're getting sidetracked. So, Metzger, we have a girl who's passed out and she's like, oh, I can't. I'm not doing so good. And she tans super easy. It's a big problem for her. And she's just like, I just want to be paler. Well, yeah. So what was it? What does she explain? That she was rebuked by a lover. Oh, because someone was paler than her. I don't think she does she actually say it's because the other girl was paler or was it just she was rebuked and therefore she wants to be paler to have love from someone. I, so what I gathered from it was I lost romance. I am self-conscious that this occurred because of how I look. I want to look more attractive so that I either get back the person I, I care about or that I cannot be alone. Um and be more secure in in myself and how I look. And so I don't think it was like, oh, I was (laughs) outcompeted. Like, I don't think that's the case. Um, My heart done got broke, and it's because I'm a tan girl. 
so uh and and yeah, man, nothing. it's so funny that like in our times being tan is considered like oh you have like but like you have to be the casual tan like the tan but you're on a beach wearing white kind of thing and yeah, that uh, means that you have enough expendable income to vacation yes whereas like you know there's a difference between that and like you're outside worker there, there's the classist thing associated with it but what i'm interested in like that's we we all know this this is fine so like having in their times the pale skin uh is a sign that like you don't have to be outside laboring and working you can be inside leisureling around because you have wealth and, and estate and whatever um that's that's unsurprising what i'm interested in is later on in the episode because of that interaction um he starts making like a, a pace so that she can be like oh you can be pale and all that so you don't have to worry about that it doesn't have the toxic ingredients like lead and mercury inside of it that his father warned about and was was uh, surprisingly well, he, aware of yo yeah because i mean he comes from our world and it's very common knowledge that people used to paint themselves in lead and it would you know make their teeth fall out and Make their yeah. hair fall out and slowly kill them. So, but I mean, and and so the idea is we're combining this like um, fun idea of hey, let's make cosmetics, and then the upper aristocrats will have it. A Card Cardi B of this world is going to have it. So then it's going to funnel down to where everyone wants them, but also we're making them affordable. So now we've created a world where everyone can be pasty white. And so now being pasty white is no longer a thing of like how I differentiate myself from being, you know, the, the higher it's, up elite. It's, it's the Kim K. It's the I need to be like the upper elite. So I'm going to put on this face, this face paint, essentially. Then how do the upper elite distinguish themselves now that everyone has cheap and affordable makeup and stuff like they cheap and affordable have money. Okay, well that's that's fair. I they just have feel like... money and nice houses and uh titles. Okay, well now you're making me sound dumb. I I just I feel like maybe the goalposts are always being moved in a way that doesn't seem very sustainable. Like, okay, now that everyone's pasty white, well now I'm gonna be tan. <laughs> it's just gonna go back and forth endlessly. The tanning didn't really happen until the 90s with the emergence of tanning beds. Really? Like, yes, that. it's one of those things where um, if you're going to if you're going to look more towards what you're hinting at, you're going to want to start talking about body fat percentage. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, because that is something that is cyclical in nature. So uh, it also changes like what. uh people view attractive someone that has a surplus of body fat means that they have a surplus of food during certain time periods making them more attractive because they're you know wealthy and sustainable yeah and it makes them look more breedable but then we start looking for muscle mass and leanness well because diet is shit no, I'm a, I, I absolutely follow. So like right now we're coming off the, the heels of COVID. So like individuals who were able to maintain, let's say, fitness during that period of time where others tended to gain a bit of chunk, which is fine. 
they they might be deemed as more attractive. Or there's also like this, I, I think before going into COVID, like dad bods were coming back and now they're gone again. Like like being high fit um is is back in, in the thing. Yeah. Um, and it really depends on um it's a very cultural thing to where yeah. we like the average like the highest obesity rate is among the lowest income workers and that's because the quality of food that they have to consume is the most detrimental to their health and also the most addicting there was a uh this is uh some people know that i uh recently uh rewatch kind of binged um all 10 seasons of smallville uh <laughs> did people know that yeah so uh the the people know know that um and here's the thing uh it's very interesting over that 10 year span you get to see clark kent superman go through different phases of being like what is considered fit for that period of time, there's in fact like one, I think it's like four or five seasons in where it's like at that point, 2005, 2006 and not being muscular, being the skinny kind of beach bod thing where, where it's like just kind of casual surfer, the lean look without musculature or without like big defined muscles and things like that was in. So they literally like the Clark Kent guy did that with his body. And it is no longer considered like the the high level of attractive that it once was. And so there's actually been like commentary about it and how like, oh, man shifted to the Henry Cavill level, <laughs> like uh, just a uh, 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 crazy rip, just obtusely, uh, obscenely ripped. Obtuse wasn't the right word, but I liked obtuse, it. Obtuse, obtuse, like just the. The angles. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many angles to this man. His body just doesn't obtuse. Um, so anyways, that being said, um, I, I think that it's interesting now that there's he's generated this complete cultural shift in at least this this kingdom where now everyone has uh, affordable access to this this pasty cream. De it definitely does drive a lot, uh, so much so that his founding patient for this paste cannot seem to get there soon enough to get her hands on it. And so she brought she, some friends. She does the thing that rich people do where she says, well, fine, how about I just buy the entire establishment. <laughs> I'm going to need it in the future, so I'll just ma make it with you myself. Well, it what seems like a very good business this? venture, though. Like, this stuff is so popular that even she, with all of her influence, cannot procure it. So she buys it and she starts the production of it. Now she's going to be reaping the benefit of the sales. Also, they do a little bit of... This is like... This is like liberal porn. <laughs> Can we back me up on that? This anime is just liberal porn. Absolutely. At, it, like it is it is very like the daydream of what I, I guess. First. Yeah, because at first I'm just like, oh, yeah, like lib porn, like oh, affordable health care. Oh pharmacy for everyone oh i'm making the most obscene <laughs> gesture with my hand right now 
But then we get to this episode, and it's like, oh, safe cause, safe and ethical cosmetics, not tested on animals. Oh, tested it on myself. Oh, and (laughs) that was the worst one yet, Mancy. Oh, that one hurt me. And uh, then it takes a step further, and it turns out female pharmacists, once they have children, they give up their pharmacist contract. So he says, hire only mothers and give them as much maternity leave as necessary so that they can live balanced, healthy lives. And it's like, yeah, porn. It's just lip porn. We got to the end of it and I was like, oh, my God, it's lip porn. So that's the part that I actually find very interesting is Did you watch the very end? Have you been watching the very end of these? Oh no, I didn't know there was an end. Oh, so you don't know that capitalism is the bad guy? Except it's not really capitalism. He has a, a talk with the with the Empress at the very end to where she says, I want to talk about this makeup that you're selling and he's like yeah, she's worried that he's making a monopoly. And he goes, actually, here's the formula. Could you please make it public so that way other people have access to it so they can stop using the filthy lead shit? And she goes, yep. she goes, yeah, very good. I would expect nothing less from you. And also raise your fucking prices. And he's like, oh, but... And she's like, no, raise your prices because there are normal citizens, normal merchants that can't compete with you being of nobility and you're going to drive them out of business. The Empress said this? Yeah. Well, that's actually very interesting that you'll drive regular people out of business because your prices are too... But then those are people that are like, I don't know, fucking selling the bad shit. And and I don't well, know. That's why, other... hey, hey, before that, before that, no one knew it was the bad shit. Remember, he's the one that shows up and goes, let me tell you about UV rays and SPF. <laughs> so... I once did a residency in a makeup study. I wish. Anyways, uh, I... <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about that in particular, but (laughs) let's just get into that. I have worked with so many chemicals that like the idea of me having memorized every one of their goddamn structures is ridiculous. So you're saying that he's going to he's going to fluff up. He's going to fuck up. He's going to fuck up. He's going to fucking poison someone. So this idea that like. Oh, you know, I'm a I'm a super pharmacist man and all that. So I uh, I had a uh, professor of biochemistry and he would regularly he made a thing of like putting pharmacists in their fucking place because they would get um, kind of big headed about themselves and, and think they were, you know, the top shit. And I, I worked at a place where like our job was to prove that pharmacists fucked up, um, especially in compounding. Um, so so that being said. Um, the biochemist professor would regularly be like, oh, that's a, it's a cool molecule. What's, what's its, uh, active binding site and all that. And then like, he would literally every goddamn pharmacist ever just be like, oh, I don't know, a nitrogen, I think. Like, 
<laughs> it's so bad. It, it is not. And there is a difference between research pharmacists, you know, that, that PharmD that goes into research and then retail where you don't really necessarily need that knowledge. But even still, like not having that level of knowledge isn't uncommon. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. He's walking into this world only with the structures that he happens to know. And like, I would know a good number, but man, he's pumping out all kinds of treatments and stuff. And just having those those structures memorized is that for me, that is the part, not the magic. I can buy into the this is a different universe thing. But the idea that he would have so many structures memorized in a way that he could accurately you know, I full mean, blown medicines across the you, board. Is, you is do have to suspend your disbelief a little bit, and also remember that House is a show. You're you're right. I'm in the wrong here. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking House. That's a, that is a fair argument, and you are correct. <laughs> okay. How about you give us our uh, media, and let's move on to Satan. Hey, everybody. Do you think to yourself? Today in this timeline, not the right now one. in this moment, not, you know, where you know where the parallel worlds break off. Not that way. Don't look down that dark hole. Instead, look this way towards the towards. The, no, not the lightning and thunder. Hey, do you think to yourself? This is as good as it gets. And I'm never going to be able <laughs> to interact with these guys. I love them so much. They are such a fundamental part of my life. I've listened to so many episodes. They've been on for more than a year. Oh, oh man, they're they're approaching how many episodes, Metzger? Uh, this will be episode 85. They're almost to 100. And, you know, that's near 200. And that's like an episode uh, uh, every other day. Like, that's, oh, man, that's a lot. So I just want to interact with them. Well, hey, this is 2022, the, the year of our Lord, Lord, Lord anime. Uh, it, you can do that. The Internet exists and you can just get on it and go to Instagram and, and type in anime tour bus and interact with us or go to Twitter and it's anime underscore bus. Or, hey, you can just check out our website, learn more about us, see, see some of our, our other stuff. At meunweboo.wordpress.com. That's your. Let's talk about the one that I actually like. Fun, fun time with this week. Just the devil is a part timer. So, what happened in this one? This is the one where. She literally fought a sky angel. She fought Gabriel in the sky. I wanted to make sure that I didn't somehow oopsie and get an episode ahead of us. I know that we're both like, we're you're on the Crunchyroll Premium bandwagon now. Yeah. Look at this me. new. Look at this new money. <laughs> look at this new money. This new. new this money. new weeb. I come from old money. Um. But still, I wanted to make sure that maybe the drop dates didn't like interfere with that or something. Maybe I. I mean, you literally just watched it before we sat down to record, and I watched mine last fucking week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Gabriel, what? Gabriel drops off and tells them, I'll be back in the morning, and that motherfucker shows up at 5 a.m. Who does that? I guess before that, though, uh, we have to tell the baby a story. 
So, um, I mean, this is this is a thinly veiled story about him. It's yeah, very, and he is in huge denial about it. Like the hero gets it. She's like, "This is about you," and he's like, "It's I just made it up for the baby." It's like no. Which I kind of get that. I don't want to talk about my feelings. I'd rather go sleep. Rather go sleep. I want to go sleep. I don't want to talk about feelings. They suck. Yeah, but you maybe shouldn't have done like like out of all the classic story tales that you could have told that you go with. You go with the, the epic of your own life pre transitioning to Earth. But it was easy. Mm. I already. I already know that one. It was easy. I I know that one by heart. I lived it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, But really the only importance of that is, is that Emmy picks up on, hey, this is your past life. And why did the king, like, if the king had his own kingdom, why did he go for more? And it's like, I don't know. You probably got greedy. Just fucking let it go. It's a story. Like, go to bed. What a line. Like, that is, he got greedy. Yeah, I do like how he pretty much, the TLDR was, let it the fuck go, I guess he got greedy, it's just a story. And, uh, yeah, then Gabriel shows up at 5am and is like, sup, fuckers? To be fair, Gabriel did say, I was waiting for you to wake up. Like, I'm here, but I'm just quietly here, you're the one yelling. A little bit gaslighty, I guess. I feel like they have a right, but at this man, I don't know who's in the wrong. Am I the asshole? <laughs> I will never know until we post it on Reddit. Get everyone's opinions. I um, I think he was actually being pretty kind. He could have just stolen her away or try tried to at least. Oh yeah, and then Sato is pretty much like leave her, take my life, which Gabriel could have just done both. Like why not both? Like, you have a real charcuterie board of choices over here. And he's like, well, now when given this option, I'm going to kill the devil. Yeah, he looks around like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to go with. And so starts choking him. Yeah. And then that that sets the baby off and the baby goes super saiyan on Gabriel's ass. And I mean, there's a big fight. There's there's a lot of like sword swinging and sword breaking and stuff like that. But like things really don't kind of I mean, there's a lot of flinging our devil boy around chucking him because he's apparently highly durable. Um, and but things really don't they, they kind of like aren't on the side of our characters for a while until the baby says, I'm gonna bite that sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what something i do love is we forget um how powerful lucifer is because yeah. lucifer just seems like a gag character and the angels are getting in the way of the fight and it's like you can't you can't do that and lucifer is like who the fuck are you guys really you're gonna stand in the way and they stand down in the face of lucifer yeah lucifer is so just cash uncaring so much that like you you forget that you said it right real well that you you just kind of forget his power, but yeah, you forget how much status he had as an angel and also the first to fall. Step the fuck down. Which is <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, it's crazy that Lucifer ends up being one of the generals 
of Sado since he's the first fallen angel. Yep. Crazy. Crazy, man. So we we get a big fight. And then and... yeah, the baby the baby goes, Are you guys gonna be together forever? And it's like, yes, forever. Till I like Emmy says, till death do us part. <laughs> yeah. Being like, I'm a murder him. Very funny line. And so baby do do a do a chomp, do a bite, do a little nibble. A howm. And merges herself with the sword and the sword already had one of the things from the big tree in it and now it's got the baby which is also a thing from the tree yeah there's shards so there's shards of yesod yes uh from the sephiroth tree yes sato thinks that she's just gone like he doesn't understand what's going on is beside himself with sadness. Oh, he is a sending off ceremony and everything. Gonna burn the picture that she loved. Like saying goodbye to his precious baby. That he had for like, I don't know, a week. Like, uh, Well, when he realizes where he came from, like he planted that seed back before he became a greedy devil king. Just when he was finding his footing as a gift from the angel. Yes. So this means a lot to him, if we're being honest. Like, she means a lot to him. She, and he even says it, what is his hope? Like, I, I don't know. It's very cutesy. But then finally, there's, there's clear, like, oh, she's here, she's fine. And he is like, oh, yes. I knew it the whole time. We even have her dinner ready upstairs. You don't look, though, because... Sh- As go he barges away. up there, LCL, dinner. Dinner for everyone. Make dinner. And, uh, oh, that's kind of where this one leaves off. We do get kind of a last moment thing where there was a line that was kind of said and kind of hidden from us in the air fight. Um, And there's also this like last little little kind of clip at the end. And uh, well, Metzger, we discover that our hero is the daughter of the woman that gave our boy the the little seed. Our our double boy. You could kind of expect that because we knew that Emmy was half angel. Yes. And we didn't know specifically which angel, but it wasn't a terrible leap of logic, right? Yeah. I I mean that's that's pretty straightforward. There and there's this line about like you have to, you know, choose your side. Are you going to allow the devil to, you know, do his his domain claim over this world too? Or are you actually going to be a part of the church? Yeah. And that's really where they end it. Metzger, do you think the listeners had a good day? I hope so. I hope for that. Unless you're Alex Jones. Alex Jones, get out! Get Get out, Alex! Get! Get! get. Um, And everyone else, hey, don't put mercury or lead on your face. You're beautiful just as you are. 
And even if you're not beautiful, remember, you have something of value somewhere. That Alex Jones does not get! It, it might then, be a rookie baseball card and a shoebox in your closet. That might have value. Look for it. Make sure you still have it. And bring it to class next time. And until then... <laughs> bye! bye.
think of all the butt where 